The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Despite what their moms told them, they just aren't talented enough for radio. Unfortunately, anyone can have a show these days. Sean. Well, I'm pretty hard to figure out sometimes. I can't even figure myself out sometimes, so don't you try to. Joe. You're an idiot. And really, a disloyal person. This is the Cuse Militia. Those two unapologetically biased, orange-blooded homers, Sean and Joe. It's the most bullshit thing I've seen in 30 years. Welcome, orange men and ladies. Happy Tuesday. This is the Cuse Militia with Sean and Joe at Cuse Militia on the socials. Go there, join the Militia live on Twitter X Spaces for the final segment of each show. The three and four Virginia Tech Hokies, they're going to host the four and three Syracuse Orange this Thursday at 7.30 in Blacksburg. Both teams... Coming off of a bye, so some fresh legs for both sides of the ball. Uh, we'll let you know what we think about that, and we'll give you our always accurate final score predictions and hear from you as well in regards to how you think this game's going to end up at the end of the night on Thursday. So, not much from Coach's Presser. I guess really the only thing I, I perked my ears was Joe Moore is going to be available. I'm not sure what at what capacity or what that means, but he's going to be available. So, that's good. I didn't hear anything about anybody else. However, so, anyways. Well, what, they only ruled out, what, Kalen Ellis and Trevor Pena. Okay, well, there you go. Those the so, Trevor Pena was the one I was, I was, I was thinking of. So, yeah. I missed and they brought that. up was Isaiah that? Jones. Yeah. Joe Moore. Right, Okay. All I heard was Joe Moore. Was that all in the same? Yeah. Okay. Well, that's what I get for not paying attention. And you know, (laughs) here's the thing. One, I'm not listening to it twice. Two, I generally speaking never get anything out of it. So that's what perked my ears and I missed the rest. But I heard the good news, which is all that matters. So we'll have to see. Um, Not for anything, looking for a fresher Gare Trader just all around and uh, maybe some some fresher legs in the receiving core. Fresher hands as well. Can't hurt. So typically speaking, Dino not great out of the bye, you know? And I think they won it last year. But last year was right? Last year was the one that they actually won. But before that, it had been a minute. If I remember right. So, historically speaking, not great. I guess. We'll just keep it there. Coming out of the bye? Yeah. I think we actually won it last year, and I couldn't tell you who it was against. But I think we did. So, because again, last year, I believe it came after a... a right before... After we went, no, we went 6-0. and oh. State. Okay. Okay. Right. And that was like the one thing that we spoke about is... <laughs> it's always difficult, right? But looking at some of these these teams now, because I know that we went back and forth with it, and I know this is kind of a random conversation, but we've talked about 
non-conference like your schedule and where you schedule it right and we've contemplated and if you know you start off and i know i think i've been guilty of saying it okay you start off with this easy one you get get going and then you ramp up the next week then ramp up the next week um but some of these teams i've noticed they have scheduled their d1 double a teams like later in the schedule like not a bad second. idea because now when you look at it, it's almost like a bye week, another bye week in the middle of the, of the, you know. And then I look at, you know, having the D1AA game, the first game, I mean, that's kind of taking away a chance of having an easy kind of, I don't want to say bye week, but you can sit some players and it's not as serious later in the season and almost use it as like a two-bye week type situation, which I think some of these bigger schools are. Um, but just looking at last year, like we had our D1AA, then a bye week right after, so... I don't know if that was part of it. So could have been not the case this year, though. Also, I don't remember the last time we played anybody coming out of the bye that was also on a bye. Which is well, that's the other thing. <laughs> just figures. So anyway, all right. Well, let's talk about the Virginia Tech Hokies. Okay, look, they got their own struggles, but you know yeah. they're a team that is. You could argue they're getting better. Okay? The all-time series between the Orange and the Hokies sits at 11-8 and eight in favor of Syracuse. The Orange took the inaugural meeting 20-15 to 15 in 1964. Then the last meeting in 2021, Schrader 16-34 for 34 for 236 yards through the air. Two touchdowns, passing 22 carries for 174 yards on the ground for um, three touchdowns. In the 41-36 win, Coach Brent Pry is in his second season. He's trying to turn this Hokies uh, squad around after spending eight years as the uh, Penn State defensive coordinator. The Hokies coming off of a 3-8 and eight season last year. That season equipped with a loss to ODU and a seven-game lose streak. And also, they only won one game in the ACC in 22. And an inevitable change, I think... Uh, for especially for Hokies fans at quarterback, uh, from the stationary Grant Wells to the mobile Baylor transfer Chiron Drones, it, it was suspected I think at the beginning of this year that there was going to be a, you know Grant Wells was probably going to start, but it was going he was going to face some pressure and and finally they made a decision early in the year I think it was week three to go ahead and put him in. Uh, it's a team that like Syracuse kind of struggles a little bit with the offensive line and putting Drones in at the helm gives them a little little more versatility, some some much needed offensive production and and depth to the offense itself. Um, the elusiveness of him, you know, is giving the Hokies fans something to cheer about because it was looking pretty bleak pretty early for the Hokies starting the year. Um, he was responsible for five scores in the pit game. I think it was a thirty eight, what was that game? Thirty eight to twenty one win for for Virginia Jay Tech. Tech. Yep. And he had three scores um through the air and two on the ground. Um, he's the second leading rusher on the team, only 16 yards behind Bashel Tootin, who has 360 and three TDs. Tootin transfer from North Carolina A&T. He's in his junior year. Uh, don't, I don't know how much time that he has left because of the COVID stuff. There's no telling. Is it, is it three years? Is it seven? I mean, you never know. You know, it could be 
six. Who knows? A leading receiver, Jalen Lane. He's a transfer from Middle Tennessee, so balking up some of the some of these spots on the offense with some transfers. He's got five TDs through the year. 341 yards receiving so far. Leading tackler from last year, Dax Holyfield. He's gone. Filling that role for him this year is 6'5", 220-pound linebacker Kelly Dawson. Um, he's in his third year as a Hokie. Um, 59 tackles so far this year, juxtaposed to his 23 for the entire season last year. So now the numbers are skewed as, as they really always are. Joe can elaborate, but uh, Virginia Tech's total defensive rank for the year so far after seven games is 43rd, and Syracuse is 77th for total D. Total offense for the Hokies, 88th, and for Syracuse, 62nd. So, you know, they they have started to get more production and offense, but they still like it's it, being that it was this started in like week three. Transition really started kind of week two a little bit. For it to happen so early, you think it'd be a little bit more. I think it's still trying to find some some having some pieces come together and whatnot. But with that offensive line struggles, and I got that from I got that from <coughs> I can tell you in a second. I read some of the Gobbler Country. Uh, that's Virginia Tech's um, SB Nation blog. And there's not a whole lot there. The guy that writes likes a lot of words. I think he gets paid by the word. So if you can just skim through it and find the good parts, you can learn a little bit. But, you know, they, they've got some they got some issues with their offensive line. Just like Syracuse, you know, they've been they've been hit on some pretty harsh penalties, too. They've had some guys ejected more than once this year in, in some situations, and they've they've shot themselves in the foot numerous times. But you know, through the last through the last couple of games for them, despite a loss against Florida State, beating Pittsburgh and beating Wake Forest, and we know Wake Forest is kind of trash. But thirty to thirteen handling beat them at home. Um, you kind of really don't know exactly what to expect, honestly, Joe. This is a game for Virginia Tech that, you know, it's a night the night game for them and it's at home. It's going to be electric. They've had a couple of weeks off or a week and a half off and they have that going for them and that's huge. Coming off of a bye, I think that that is this is the perfect situation for Virginia Tech to kind of get over a hurdle, right? Not a whole lot of consistency this year. And Syracuse being a pretty decent opponent and someone that I think they generally despise the fan base. You know, if you want to be honest, the old Big East rival, right? Not too much of a rival in the Big East, but they spent some time there. What was it, Joe? Like two years or something like that. So it, it, it was a short stint. But with that said, you know, they um, they were in the Big East together. You know, we it was did, longer than that. But was, yeah. It wasn't long, though. It wasn't long. Maybe maybe I'm misremembering, but I just don't remember it being a, a long stint there. But, you know, you, you go back to the whose house, our house, upset in the dome against Virginia Tech. You, you think about last year and how close, or, well, 2021, the last time they played, and how close that game was the whole entire time until, you know, Syracuse just hanging around, hanging around, hanging around, and then beating them at home. Um, there's some motivation there. There's motivation for Syracuse to win, but... Just to play devil's advocate, as far as Virginia Tech goes, um, they've got something to prove just like Syracuse. These teams are, albeit Syracuse has a better record, these teams are in a similar spot as far as how they're perceived by the fan base, how they're perceived by the media, and all that, right? So 
Um, Agreed. You know, in, in their defense isn't terrible. And Joe, you can get into that, but I don't think their defense is terrible. They did lose some some key players from last year, but uh, both these teams hungry. Both these teams need to win, and so I see it as a grudge match. I do. And what Syracuse cannot do, which is what they've done the past three games, is just start slow. I don't even want to say fall behind early. They can't even start slow. You can't have those moments early well, in the I think game. that there's like I think there's a difference between I mean I think that you are allowed to start slow sometimes but it's like don't be fast about it don't be sloppy about it right I mean I guess that's my whole thing right? like, you can start slow but you have to be efficient right like okay if you don't score but you start off move the ball five, five minute drive right. punt the ball and then okay now they got to go 80 yards for a touchdown okay but don't give up a defensive touchdown or fumble in your end end zone or go three and out in less than a right. minute. And I was just put your defense back out there, right? Like, Orange is the new three and out. That's what we don't want to see this game. That's what we can't know. No. And we saw a little bit of what we did. Like there was, it was a little vanilla last week in parts of it with Florida state, but I think that we need to get to that point. I need to get, I think we need to get to a point to where we're relying on a running game a little bit. I mean, LaQuinn Allen is putting up decent stats as far as yards per carry, and to get to down and distance, you know, early in second and third downs to make it favorable so you're not third and 10 or third and longer, um, I think that that's uh, it's a very crucial thing that, you know, obviously can keep drives alive and keep our defense off the field. So, um, yeah, that's really what we got to do. I mean, last year we had a stint where we played Clemson, Notre Dame, Pittsburgh, and Florida State four in a row. And that almost ruined our season. And this year it was a little bit, you know, smaller. But Clemson and UNC and Florida State, uh, we can't let those, you know, losing to those three teams, you know, beat us for the rest of the season. So we talked about it, the bye, good time um, to have it, not really knowing, right? In hindsight, it's easy to say now. But, um, yeah, it's really hard to gauge when you look at the rankings, right? Because we looked at it, our first three opponents, four opponents, we kind of took care of, and remember, we were up there, top five, top ten, defense, offense, scoring, defense and offense anyway. <clears throat> and then we played three really good teams, and it kind of completely flip-flopped that kind of stuff, right? So um, I don't think Virginia Tech has played three teams you know, that are as good as the three teams that we just played. They haven't. Um, looking at their record, um, I mean, it's kind of difficult. I mean, you look at Old Dominion, Pittsburgh, and Wake Forest, who were all, albeit at home, those are the three – worst teams on their schedule that they played so far the three easiest games and in both those games they scored over 30 points and um you know they they won um but with the other games when you look at home against purdue um and at rutgers at marshall and at florida state which are there's there's solid you know solid teams um they lost those and the highest the, the highest point total that they scored against those teams the four best teams that they've played was 17 points so well, yeah, their offensive production is not great, right? And that's kind of where I'm alluding to is I feel like you know we've played Purdue and we beat them, right? Rutgers, Marshall. I mean, we played Purdue at Purdue and beat them. They played Purdue at home and lost. Yeah. Um, but again, that was the Grant Wells in, right? That was that, before Drones got in there. Yeah, and, that was also a game that <clears throat> was a winnable game, and they didn't. <laughs> like, oh yeah, they had <clears throat> that game until they didn't. Right. So. 
the way I look at it is like, again, they struggle to score against good defenses. I'd like to think that our defense is more in the Purdue Rutgers Marshall category than the old Dominion Pittsburgh Wake Forest that gave we're, up 30 plus points, we're right? We're still 62nd in defense after all playing of, the three. Yeah. So yeah. it's going to balance itself out. You're not going to know until the end. And even then, then, not everybody plays the same strength and schedule. So that stuff is kind of flawed when you look at it. You kind of got to look at it as an individual basis, <clears throat> team to team. Um, but, yeah, no, I mean, Drones, he's been running the hell out of the ball and, I mean, throwing all right. It looks to me like they kind of – they pounded the rock um, with runs and with quarterback runs, and, and then obviously he probably drops back and then scrambles like Schrader does. So their offense to me is, is kind of very similar. I mean, they, they run a lot, and it looks like they try to hit Lane with some play-action stuff. He seems like a, a competent um, receiver on their end. Um. So, I mean, that's what we have to, to worry about, but it's definitely stopping the run 100% is what we need to worry about. And then obviously the big play, um, the big play with that. And, but then also, too, um, I mean, I know that you brought up on defense Lawson, um, who's a tackling machine, um, but Antoine Powell Ryland, a D lineman that I uh, listened to the Virginia Tech coaches pod, or not podcast, pre game press conference. And, uh, you know, his nickname is APR, but this guy has got, you know, forget the tackles because he's a D lineman. He's got seven sacks for the season and three forced fumbles. So on defense wise, you know, obviously they got their linebackers that lead uh, the team, obviously, in, in, in tackles along with Jalen Stroman, the, uh, the safety. But that, that, D line, that D lineman, um, he, can, he can create some havoc and he's got sacks, gotten to the quarterback and he's he's got He's forced fumbles. So that's another guy that, that we have to worry about. But, I mean, yeah, this this team, I mean, it's very comparable to us. I mean, to the, a lot of these last five games, it's hard to, to see where teams really are. I think we figured that out this past week in college and in pro. Is that just when you think you got a team or you got some teams nailed down to who you think's better than somebody else, then the game completely shows you something different. So, um it's going to kind of be like that for the next five games because these are all winnable games. It's just you look at who we played who we played, and what we did offensively and defensively the first four games. And then when you played three of the top five, six teams in the ACC, we see what happens. And now we're kind of back to in the middle of the pack, like teams that are a little bit better than the first four teams we played, but not as good as the teams that we just played. And I don't really know. It's hard. It's hard to really judge where we're at. But I know that so far we've looked better. Virginia Tech just hasn't played a three-game stretch to where they played against teams like us. They haven't, and they and they they're going to have their. They're not going to. They don't have a stretch like that. They don't have to. They don't have to play a stretch like that this year. No. But but. But they have looked better than the last. They've three looked. Games. I will give them that. They've looked better, but uh, you know, a lot of teams have looked better. And I'm waiting. To, I'm waiting to see. You know, when is Syracuse going to look better? Talk about getting back to the the way we we looked before the losses. Yeah, and, but you got to look at opponents, man. Yeah, I mean, I know, they made I us know. look. I mean, you're not going to look better against better. You teams can't. You can't. Playing. You can't get better though. I mean, no. I'm saying no. You that, can get better. Right, but exactly. I'm just saying just, we won't. We don't have. I don't even feel like I have a real good gauge on Syracuse. I've watched every second of them so far this year. And here right. we are going into the eighth game of the season. So 
I mean, this, I think this, that's just because we've played such wide variety. I know. Of teams of like, that's my point. It's like, how it's, good is Purdue and all these other teams? Like, yeah, I mean, LSU just beat Army 69 nothing, right? Like, I mean, I don't know Purdue's, how good are these Purdue teams? stinks. Right. One of their so, two wins was against Virginia Tech. So when we went from playing those type of teams to now we're playing teams that are probably going to get 10 wins or possibly get 10 wins, probably not Clemson anymore, but it's just tough. So now we're back to... How about UVA? That was a great game. That's what I mean. Like, yeah. I did, I was going to I was going to hit you up on Saturday, and I was going to I was going to put a little side bet. I was going to have a little side bet with you. I wanted to pick the games. I wanted to pick the, the ACC games this week with you to see who did better. Well, and I don't know. It's only a text away. I mean, it seems pretty lazy for you not to just do that. I was, well, I was busy, and I had it written down, and then I never got to it, and the game started, and I was like, I don't know. But I, I was wrong. I'd have never picked that, but that was, <laughs> I was wrong on a lot of them. I'd have never picked that, but that was the one I wanted the most. I mean, I'm not lying. I, I wanted to see UVA go in there and and beat them. I I just thought there wouldn't be a snowball's chance in hell, and they did it. Yeah, that, that's was, that's one of those things though too that you know you could chalk it up to every you know even a blind squirrel finds a nut now and then. You know, UVA I don't think is a team that's on the rise they they could be getting better but they're not beating the 10th team in the country at home better you know they just yeah. they just they just executed offensively they executed they could have put them away way earlier there was a fumble in the end zone or at the one that rolled out of the end zone so and they still came back to do it and they had unc's defense exposed i mean quite simply that's that was the game Oh yeah, but well, yeah. It, it's what we should have, would have, could have done to UNC too. But our offensive pass game seems so vanilla. It just doesn't make sense to me. I like mean, to me, that was North Carolina kind of eh. blowing it off, getting complacent. I feel like yeah, dude. Because honestly, like Virginia's been bad. Well, at some time you got to hit the hit the panic button. And they, they just didn't. It's just Virginia's been bad, dude. Like, to me, that I was know. more like, especially where I thought North Carolina was, that was like a blind squirrel with no legs found a nut. <laughs> like just that's, crawling through the forest I mean, <laughs> like, with his arms. Like, <laughs> like, I don't, I mean, I just didn't, I mean, I, I would have, I would have chose, I would have picked. North Carolina to win, I would have picked Georgia Tech to win. I thought Pittsburgh was going to win, and I thought Clemson was going to beat Miami. So I would have been one and four. I thought Clemson was going to beat Miami too. I mean, it's just hard to gauge this this early as far as where it, where everybody is and how and every team matches up differently too, you know. Um, but again, it's going to come down to stopping each other's run games, I think, <clears throat> and then obviously who's going to make the big plays. You know, the Garrett Schrader, he was he got interviewed, um the little two minute drill thing that he did or whatever, and they were saying that him and him and um Alfred had some good practices on uh you know, Sunday and Monday. So I mean coach said the same thing. But he also the caveat was but they've they've had good practices though. <laughs> okay, well when? You know, I mean you know, the in, I, and I get it and I I think you know, I think that there obviously is tons of potential on the offense. It's just 
I mean, I don't have an answer. I'm not a coach. It's no, but I mean, there were some little things in there that he kind of threw in where it was like, okay, like he wasn't going to answer. It seemed to me like they were talking about some personnel type stuff. And, you know, I mean, I think that there might be a situation where there are some changes. I don't know where they're going to be. I don't know if they're going to be subtle, um, but he obviously wasn't going to talk about it. So, <clears throat> yeah, well, it'll be exciting. I'm going to, it's going to be nice to get back at it and to get back at it early. You know, I'm in a Thursday night game. Of course, I'm. You know, I'm not going to be boozing it up too hard. You know, as if, as if it were a Friday or Saturday night game, which would be ideal. But it'll still be fun. You can have fun without alcohol, Joe. Jeez, why so sad? All right. I didn't say anything, so I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> it's not what you said. I can see you. I can see how sad you are about that. Joe said he's going to drink anyway. It doesn't matter. Yeah, I mean, so, I'm going to. I'm just going to be responsible. Yeah, right. What? Uh, all right. Come on, bro. By the way, oh, boy. Virginia Tech in the Big East Conference from 1991 to 2003. Oh, my gosh. Was it that long? <laughs> Holy cow. That's cr- right, that's kind of crazy. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I just think that they weren't great back in the 90s. Well, we you know it was basketball in our you know Donovan McNabb days is in there, so yeah. they were you know Virginia Tech was probably somewhat irrelevant, and you know our ba- I mean our basketball and football teams yeah, were I mean, Virginia Tech tremendous. basketball was definitely not good back then. That's why I don't even remember them playing basketball. <laughs> they were basketball. So, anyways. And that's crazy because well you said 03 91 to 03 yeah so well, I know that I know I remember it late because I remember playing against Michael Vick and you know those type of, of quarterbacks so hmm. interesting yeah well if I had to put money on that I'd have lost I yeah, would I would have all right it's time to hear from you to hear from you the loud mouths from the loud oh yes that time of the week the dreaded question final score predictions for the upcoming game this week Syracuse at Virginia Tech we're all glad the last three weeks have passed with a break in between four with a break in between oh and now we can focus on mediocrity. And that by mediocrity, I mean our opponents. Our schedule. Yes, our schedule. So, the worst by is the behind way, us. By the way, only ACC team without an ACC win right now, thanks to that Virginia-North Carolina win. <laughs> Go Hoos. Yay. I would have taken anybody except for Blind Duke. squirrel with them. no legs won an ACC game before us. Well, you know. I mean, whatever. It better better them than no one. It doesn't make any sense. I better have them. I mean, of course you want to win, but I don't want to see them win. So if they lose, if we they beat us and they lose every game from here on out, I'm fine with it. I'm sometimes yes, exactly. It's confusing, right? Very confusing. Yeah, I know. I just didn't want to be. I'm the a confusing last guy. I haven't even figured myself out yet, Joe. So don't try to figure me out. 
<laughs> okay, okay. Okay, Jim. All right, Jim. Yeah. All right. Let's have a swear. How about it? <laughs> okay, let's get this over with. What? I'm kidding. I, I, I'm kidding. They're not that bad. I looked at a couple the other day. Well, I put it out yesterday, so yesterday yeah. evening. At DCAGS on Twitter. They aren't allowed to lose when I'm in attendance at a road game. It's just the rules. 34 to 27. Syracuse. Yeah, you don't generally speak and don't pick yourself to lose at a game you go to. I fully understand that myself, actually. So, 47. <laughs> at, no, at no Blanchard, 44. 28 to 10 Qs. Hopefully this episode comes out Wednesday morning so all the Qs fans like myself who are traveling to Blacksburg can listen on the way down. The boys are well-rested, so we should handle the Hokies fairly easily. If not, I'll eat crow. Look, they're well-rested, too, and that's the problem. And it's a night game. Here's the thing. It is a night game, but it's not a Friday night game. It's a Thursday night game. Is that, that's a little better. In my opinion, that's a little better. So, no, I mean, that's kind of a Virginia Tech tradition. Tradition it's been, on Thursday yeah, night. I mean, they've done it. it gets but it's, wild there, bro. It does, and they, and they've they've done it plenty, but they, it's not. You can't it's, rain on this guy's parade either. Come I don't know. Listen, shut I mean, it's good. that's it's not what I'm saying. Out. That's not They're what I'm saying. Be able to listen to us on Wednesday, and you're already you're such a packer head. Cheerios. You're such a packer head. That's not what I'm saying. When was the last Thursday game that they had? Okay, they had one last year. Okay, they have one pretty 20, much every year. 2021, nothing. 2020, COVID. nothing. 2019, yeah, it wouldn't have mattered, right? <laughs> 2019, no Thursday night game. 2018, 2018. So 2018, 2022, 2023. I understand. I get it. I get it. It's going to be rowdy in there. It's going to be raucous, if you will. And Syracuse is going to have to handle it. Because it's going to be loud. It's going to be very loud. That place can get extremely loud. So, anyways. What else we got? Where was I? Uh, at Baptized by Fire, 7. Syracuse 24, Tech 13. Syracuse plays keep away with a, dom- with a dominant run game. Okay. Well, I mean, I could see it. They got a decent run game, too. When that's, you know. They got a decent... They've... they've, they've they're, they're starting to figure things out. Hopefully, they they haven't like figured it out. I don't think they have. I really don't. No, I mean, look, there was there was people that are talking about their offensive line, you know, and they have the quarterback and everything, so they might start to figure it out. But at the same time, I feel they like, don't have all the pieces. Let's put it that way. I mean, not even all the pieces as much as I mean. Again, we don't know. We're not like avid fans, right? This is almost like a situation where you you know you wish you had Geo on here to give us all the. The ins and outs of how healthy Virginia Tech is, right, and everything like that. But um, I feel like we had some banged up guys, and we run kind of a different kind of defense that you don't see every day. And you know, this could just be a situation where Virginia Tech's offensive line kind of has figured it out against certain defenses. But maybe the different nuances that Rocky Long brings with the three-three-five, it might it might pose them problems. You know, you never know. It's possible. That's uh, possible. I think it's going to be big Italian plays, for man, really. It's possible. Uh, at Keller 030103, uh, Annoying Cuse in Buffalo play on the same day of the week 
at roughly the same time. Well, what the hell happened in Buffalo? Let's talk about that for a second. You didn't give me a score, Zach. Zach knows the game, too, and I know he does. But what happened to Buffalo? The Patriots? Come on, dude. No, I mean, did I'm Yeah. And I know Patriots fans weren't even happy about that at work. They were like, man, we didn't want to win. Like, because they don't think they're going to do anything. They want to get a quarterback. They want to, <laughs> you know what I mean? They had Brady and Bledsoe for so long that they're like, nope, this Mac Jones dude ain't it. I want somebody new next year. Give me a Drake May or a Caleb Williams. They're, they're ready to go. But. Yeah. Well, they're annoying. Talk about annoying, Zach. I'm just saying, look, that game doesn't start until what, like 8.15, 8.20, 8.30, like that. And the NFL right? goes longer. So, and hey, look. That's you why you just got to get. TV set up, brother. That's what I'm saying. That's why you do The YouTube TVs changed TV at my house. I have a TV. I just carry it with me. And then wherever I. <laughs> Wherever I go, I plug it in. I told you it's a game changer. <laughs> once you figure it out, right? I told yeah. you. It, I mean, look. You want a TV in the bathroom? Boom. TV in the bathroom. No wires. You just got to plug the bitch in. That's it. You want a TV? Put, you know, it put on your phone. Put, I mean, look. You got an iPad. You can do that, too. You know? I mean, Spectrum could do that, but at that price, who wants that? I don't know what price you pay, but I know what I pay for YouTube TV. It's like 300 bucks a year. I think the NFL ticket was more than... But I pay a year for the subscription. No, right now. Right. Well, right. Yeah, until it catches on, until all you bastards get it. <laughs> and then they raise the prices. Hey, hopefully we can get grandfathered in or something like that. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, uh, doubt it. At Embo 21, 24-20. Offensive plays better after the bye week. The D wins the turnover battle. Uh, let's go Orange beat the Hokies. And, you know, you have to imagine that this defense can definitely give this offense some problems. Syracuse's defense giving Virginia Tech some problems. They can. They can. Cont- I think they can contain Drones. Talented guy. I think maybe he, he. It's not you know a sealed container, but he might get away a couple times. But they're gonna. I think they're gonna be able to. I think that's where the game is gonna be right there, because. It's going to have to be. I think Syracuse needs to score, possibly even have to score on defense to win the game. They are coming off a bye week, too. They're motivated, too. They're at home. Place is going to be packed. It's going to be loud. So, you know, that stuff factors in big time. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, yeah, they both they both are the same type of players. Drones at 6'2", 231. That's a load. I mean, he's not a small guy. No. And he's, so, and he's, he's quick. Yeah, mm-hmm. and he's quick. And the other thing is, is that uh, the bye week it allows you to put in different wrinkles, right? I mean, there's a big, big like coaching advantage when it comes to a bye week like this because you know you have a you have double the time to look at a, at a basically the tape of the teams, right? For the what they've put out there for the season. Yeah, so the, now you have to sit there and, okay, we're going to make a game plan to stop that. But at the same time, you know Virginia Tech's going to put in wrinkles and they're going to try to use because now you have double the time to maybe throw in some extra plays, make some personnel changes and all those type of things. So, uh, again, I'm a little weary on coming around and just saying, oh, it's going to be 24 to 20, 24, 21, you know, 17 to 23. Like those would be the guesses if you just looked at 
what the season has been so far. But with two weeks, there's some things that you can do. And um, I'm hoping that Dino Babers and his coaching staff can win that battle because both teams are going to come out with some stuff that they haven't shown. So Yeah, hopefully Syracuse rewrites their offensive playbook. Give them something they've never seen the whole time. We ain't going to rewrite the whole playbook in I two know. weeks, but you can definitely put some different wrinkles in there. Yeah, it's got to get a little bit more creative than it is now. Uh, I mean, just like period going forward, regardless, by week yeah. or not. Uh, yeah. At Cuse Waterboy, two. Syracuse, 27, Virginia Tech, 14. Offense gets right with Trader throwing. Allen goes 120-plus all-purpose, and the mob dominates. Me and the boys tailgating for hours in Blacksburg, surely to uh, get into it with locals feeling frisky. Well, <laughs> okay. uh, there, there's, um, th- I don't know where they're sitting, but there is a very strong Syracuse section there. It was strong when I was there. So hopefully they're over there and then we can <laughs> avoid all of that. Right. He's not even going to be drinking and causing trouble. That's that's something right there. Don't feed him alcohol, for crying out loud. Um, at our Boris, 9-37-24, offense performs much better than we've seen, um, though there will be still some drop passes, unfortunately. All comes down to Gadsden's absence. Defense seals the win for us with some key turnovers. I mean, that this guy reads my mind every week. That's kind of where I'm at. Where I'm at. I mean, maybe the defense has to score to win this game, but it's going to come down to how well the defense is playing the game. Definitely get turnovers. For yes, sure. absolutely. And if you know, I know the opponents were different, so I don't need to be reminded. But I'm just saying we had some missed opportunities on defense to get some early turnovers. In fact, <laughs> two in one drive. That's what I mean. Like yeah. that's not even like we've been super opportunistic as far as the defense this whole season. Up until like recently where we were still opportunistic. We forced the fumble. We put ourselves in positions to make the interception, right? But these last three games, we didn't take advantage of those opportunities. I mean, we saw footballs go through people's hands, hit face masks, through a ricochet football hit four different players and didn't get I mean, intercepted. Yeah. There's a fumble that hit four different people that didn't get recovered. Um, you could put the clown, the circus music soundtrack to somebody no, else you <laughs> absolutely could but at the end of the day they're still making the play it's just the finishing portion of it you know right. you gotta, and so yeah. it's just getting over that hump it's still there you still see him ball hawking you still see him grabbing for balls um and trying to get interceptions put themselves in positions to make those turnovers and make big plays um it's just sometimes you put yourself in that position and the, the play still isn't made and it's unfortunate so as far as face back, yeah, well, hold on. Face I got back. one. I got one more, and then I'm done. Oh, really? That's it. God. Well, I mean, well, I then, could do more. But then hold it. I can. All right, fine. Correct. Because this is just because I only have nine comments, and a lot of them are. I'm just. Oh, we 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 are screwed on Facebook, and it all comes down to there being a bye week, me not posting anything. So you try to post something, no one sees it. The Chance Westry thing, by the way, he's probably we're not going to probably get to see him play. Uh, this year, not this year, and and so I post that like three people see it, and and then I post this, and then you know you get nine comments, and it's just like you got it's like it's like a freaking part time job. Remember what your cousin was saying in in um, Chapel Hill when he's like, you guys got to be better on the socials. Like I, I don't got time for the socials. I, yeah. I don't. You you have to literally be on there. Like you have to be posting oh. five ten times a day to get to garner to get traction 
Right. And, and at Facebook at this point, I mean, we're pretty much assuming what's going on with us, right? On top of the fact that um, we're that assuming, has turned into yeah. actually more poisonous than Twitter <laughs> at this point. That's so. crazy because Twitter used to be the spot where, like, this is a garbage heap. But, all right. Yeah, on. no. I mean, look, I mean, just going through, like, again, I'm just going to say, like, top fan, Dave Raleigh. And say it because I'm living Raleigh, but he's got Syracuse 24, Virginia Tech 23. There's no meat there, but at the end of the day, uh, at the end of the day, he's a top fan. So I'm gonna, you know, uh, top fan Sabo. Um, almost impossible to win a night game in Blacksburg, Virginia Tech 23, Q 16. Mm. Um, and then there's a bunch of stuff with you know with no substance, but. Uh, Bob, maybe, from Facebook, just says all SU. Um, and then we have a trio of Greg, Virginia Tech, four, 40 to 14. Fred, Virginia Tech, 24 to 14. And Mark, Virginia Tech, 71 to 2. Huh. So, yeah. Come on. And then, yeah, exactly. Um, so, we have Nadal, who... Our buddy big Nadal, fan. big basketball yep. fan. Do we do? And again, this kind of goes to this. He says, "23 to six. Full disclosure: I'm just waiting for basketball and haven't seen the past yeah. three games. That being said, I have listened to you talk about them, and they don't seem that good <laughs> against the odds." <laughs> do we make it sound that bad? So he didn't really say who won, except for with his sentence at the end there so i was going to give him crap for not saying who's going to win but then he kind of told us that yeah um but he listened to the past three games so yeah i just and um our buddy andy stewart who was the guy that was talking about selling his tickets to florida state and then went (laughs) yeah he's he's said yeah yeah, he's trying to sell tickets to his virginia Tech game too no (laughs) No, I don't think that's the case. Um, no, but he's been he's been giving us some good stuff. Uh, Andy, uh, just still not a top top fan yet. When when he is, then we're gonna have to give him his dues. But um, he comes. He says Syracuse comes out struggling on offense, like the bye week didn't even happen. The defense is well rested, and the shutdown and shuts down most of Virginia Tech's offense. Pump fest and low scoring until the fourth quarter. Syracuse is able to break a couple big runs offensively late in the fourth. 16-14 Syracuse. I'll be there, so fingers crossed, not expecting the best performance. This dude just travels up and down the East Coast. I, I wonder where I like he's it. at. Hmm? I wonder where he's at. Yeah, I mean, he says he's from Florida. Oh, well, there so. you go. Okay. That's a long yeah. trip, though, from Florida to Blacksburg. Hey, man, if you got it like that. Maybe he's a traveling vacuum cleaner salesman. He just happens <laughs> to be. I doubt it. I don't know, man. You never know. You never know. It's still a popular thing. Better be the uh, Roomba. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> it reminded me of something funny. I'm not going to say it, though. Um, <laughs> all right. Let's see. Uh, at J Happy 5 Tep, Virginia Tech by a million. Q's football is garbage. That's mm. nice. Real nice J. Okay. Yeah. Okay. At Dunn, 4732676. Six. This is going to be a hard pick. At least the Orange leads the series, but I've been through all over the decades, whether in the Dome or at Lane, and I will be again in Lane. Okay. You said it's going to be a hard pick. Is it so hard that you forgot to do it? 
<laughs> or is it so hard that you just didn't do it? What, which yeah. one is it? Because there's nothing else there. But Sarah, we appreciate you for participating. I think you are the only woman on Twitter. I'm going back to look right now. And I think she is. She's the only woman hey, on look, Twitter that gave us the time of day. Like that's better than just a guess, right? Sounds about right. Huh? I mean, I said sometimes a comment with some stuff in there is better than a guess. It's better nothing, than, yeah, right? like like this one. A, uh, at given life. I don't know. It's spelled funny. Uh, 2720 SU. I mean, that's great. But. I think it's going to be low score. I mean, right now it's. It's interesting because oh, Virginia Tech you, opened up as a one and a half point favorite. It's moved to three, yeah, which means that. the betters are still they're they're betting Virginia Tech over under forty seven. So that's really calling for kind of a low scoring game, right? So I mean, yep. that's a twenty four twenty three that type of game. Oh man, um, look! I mean, look who goes first? Because I already I, you you almost just nailed my score. By the way, I'm just going <laughs> to say that right now. Um, I go first. Yes, I do. Wait. Hold on. What was the score? Uh, 41 to 3? That was the score that 40 game? Florida State game? Yeah. Was it 41 uh, to 3? Do we have to do we have to repeat it? Yeah, do we, we do. I need to know it again. I okay. think it was 41 to 3. It was 41 to 3. Yeah, yes. that's right. Yeah. So I had 38-17, you had 30-13. So I'd I do win. So, with that said, it was um, 3-3 going into that game. And I'm going to come out 4-3, me, going into this game. And I'm going to receive. I think it's going to be low scoring. Like I said, I think it's going to come down to defense, our defense. And I think our defense is better, despite the ranking, Joe. So I totally agree with you with that. Um, I don't think they've been tested that bad at all, uh, you know, by a defense that being Virginia Tech, and I mean Syracuse, Syracuse's defense when they're playing their best is better than any defense they're going to see so far this year, except for Florida State. So I think Syracuse can do it. I'm really hoping them for them to come out of this by and um, t- start to turn things around. I feel like they have to. And plus, I did pick them to win this game at the beginning of the year. And if that would be the case, and they and they end up 5-3, and three, I will be perfect on my preseason guesses so far this year. Okay? That's all. Oh, good for you. It's <laughs> all, it's all oh, going to... Oh, yeah. good for you. Um, so it, that all of that's going going to change though. I think I think I see one in the future. I definitely got wrong. But with that said, I got twenty four to twenty Syracuse. In a in a could be who knows. Pick six to win the game. How amazing would that be? Any pick six to win a game. Okay, Joe. Can you just let me have I mean, my just, moment? All right, okay, it's your turn bad, to pick. You can bad. have your moment. Jeez, guy ruins I everything. can't. Look, when I win, you rush me along like it's not a big deal, right? So I let you have your moment. You were on your soapbox, okay. all right? Are you all right. good? I'm good now. All right. Thank you. All right. Good. All right, Joe. What do you got? You're down one game. It's tight I again am. this year. So what are you thinking? By the way, while you're thinking about it, because you probably don't even have it written down yet, 
because you're waiting to hear mine so you could make your own up using, I using my using my expert farther, using my expert pick knowledge yeah. to uh you know conjure up your own pick by piggybacking off of what i say well that said i think that what we're gonna do as far as <laughs> why are you laughing uh, I think as far as what we're going to do is, as far as a uh, post-game goes, is probably be Sunday again. There's no way we get back here Friday. I just want to say that right now before I forget. Because trunk or treat in my kid's school Friday, Saturday is just not great for me. So yeah, We always got stuff, right? Yeah, so Sunday. On top of that, I mean, probably- Friday, Friday, Syracuse has got their first exhibition at home against Damon. At the JMA Wireless, I mean the Carrier Dome. Um, Yes, the Carrier Dome. So, you know, there's that as well, you know, to look forward to. So, you know, hopefully we're going to have time to go back and watch that so we can speak on that come Sunday. So we'll do that. And That's an ESPN3 thing. I I don't even know. I don't even know if it would be on that. Oh, yeah, no, ACC Network Extra. So it should be an ESPN3 thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, this game is just tough, for, in my opinion, because I look at like college football as like there's like an upper tier, and then there's like we're not good at all, and then a whole bunch of people in the middle. And we went from playing kind of not good at all to upper echelon to now we're playing teams that are similar to us and I don't know where we are. I don't know where we are as a team. Um, so this is to me like one of the most important games probably of the season moving forward because I think that this game is going to tell us a lot. For both about, teams too, I think. Well, mm-hmm. they've had their fair share, right? And they don't have a gauntlet. When you look at their team, I mean, when you look at their schedule, I mean, I'd hate to be Virginia Tech next year because realistically when you look at it, they got Louisville, and they got Florida State. They don't have Duke. They don't have Clemson. They don't have North Carolina. They don't have Miami. That's all going to be on their schedule. Mm-hmm. So at the end of the day, like they've played against a lot of similar type teams and lost in one possession games. Um, but to us, it's just like I feel like the difference of teams that we played in the first four and the, and the three, they're not really in the same level of us in the next five games that we're playing. Um the fans are up in arms, obviously, calling for Babers and losing three in a row. They're getting PTSD of what happened last year. Don't want it to happen again. We don't want the, uh, a stretch of three or four games to to just ruin the rest of the season for us. So coming out of a bye week, especially knowing that you get your guys healthy, guys that are banged up, get them good to go. You know, um, Garrett Schrader, he said that they're as healthy as they've been since probably the beginning of the season or early in the season. And... Obviously, it gives, so. co- this get, this gives the coaches a chance to put in a couple things, to look at some personnel, to change some wrinkles, because obviously whatever we've been doing, albeit against good teams, haven't been working. So this game, to me, is, is a crapshoot. Like, just like to, to what our, you know, the one female resp- commenter on, on Twitter said, Sarah. was that it's almost like I don't even want to guess because I don't even know. Yeah, so it's, it's a it is it's a hard one because like I said um, before we went live, I was my my point about like I don't even know what this team really looks like yet. 
I mean, we kind of do, but we've seen, but we've we haven't seen anything that's like really been in the middle. You know, Purdue. I mean, I don't know. Right, but and drones we, has been good. Yeah, drones has been good, but there's been teams that have been good enough to beat them. But, but still. by the way, Purdue's not in the middle. Purdue stinks, guys. By the way, I didn't say they were in the middle. No, yeah. I did. I'm correcting myself. I'm oh, correcting okay, myself. Yeah. yeah. But it's like drones has played good against similar teams, and they've lost. Right. So it's are we going to be able to step up and do the same thing? Drones. It seems like he's going to get his. They'll break some he's, plays. They'll... He's he's someone that you're not going to be able to contain the whole game. It's, it's it's just most you have to most of the time, right? Right. That's the same thing with Schrader. They're in similar situations. So, yeah. With that said, I'm gonna go ahead. I'm Damn, gonna that's be. Sad. Jeez, give me your score already. Oh wow, because you didn't get a chance to say something. Huh? Um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go over. I'm gonna go over the over. I'm gonna go Syracuse twenty-seven. Oh, I'm not going to go over the over. I'm going to go with Syracuse 27. I'm going to go Virginia Tech 17. Okay. All right. I'm write this down here. Okay. Well, we'll see what happens. I just feel like, again, all the losses that they've had, they've scored 17 points or less. So it's hard for me to go past go past that. I mean, you know, even if, even Schrader said the week before the bye, you know, that he alluded to something about the identity of the offense. Like you're in week seven, and we're still talking about the identity of the offense. Like that's a that's troublesome to me. That is, it is, and like that's why we spoke last time in the, the last podcast about how big of a role a Rondé Gatson had in this yeah, offense. Yeah, absolutely. And not, and not just not just to, to hear that, but to hear that from the quarterback and for him to just be feeling that so much so that he actually just came out and said it. But you can almost see it in some games, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Because that's, that's something that you would normally keep in, you know, unless it got to a point where you're just like, look, I, I don't know. You know, you lose your best receiver, NFL, no doubt, receiver eventually, and you're struggling. And here we were in the beginning of the year going, well, that sucks terribly. But the amount of talent on this team, I feel like someone's going to step up, if not one, two, and you know, we're going to be okay. And here well, we yeah. are still trying to figure it out. And, I, and mean, I think part of that is not having a running game, right? Like Schrader keeping so many of those you know, options or not just saying, give it to LeQuint. Like... I think that last week we were on the right track. I mean, halftime it was 17-3, to right? I think that we were on the right track, and last week you could tell it was one of the first games where we actually made a point to run the ball, take some time off, not go so fast. And I think that we were onto something there. And it kept us in the game for a while against Florida State. But we're not playing against the defenses as good as Florida State for the rest of the year. Yeah. So, I mean, at the end of the day, give them the ball, right? Like, if... Dino Babers in his press conference is talking about how LaQuinn Allen is like a, a three down like NFL back. Well then treat him as such. Um You know what I mean? Like you see these NFL running backs going out, they're going out in the slot and they're going to catching balls. They're going out getting spread spread out, coming back in, taking draws, doing options, stuff like that. Like if he's a three down NFL back, then treat him as such. Yeah, and I mean, you know, he's 
he's got to get more involved. I mean, that's kind of been what I think they've been trying to do. But I think I just feel like at this point, I I feel like we would have seen him more out of the backfield catching balls than we do. Because they're always in, I feel like a lot of times they're in desperation mode. Just the past three games is is recent memory, and I got the recent memory bias. Mm -hmm. You, You know, so you're you're doing the tight window down the sideline thing, as far as you can chuck it to your six five receiver, and it's just it's too. It's it's beyond the level of where they are right now. They just right. got, they got to keep it more simple, but it's got to be productive early, so it doesn't force them to get into a position where they've got to be getting desperate. Yeah. And and that's kind of what I mean. What I meant by you know not starting slow, not just going down too quick, but starting slow in general. And to your point. You know, just to sustain a drive, even if you don't score, to sustain a drive and not go three and out, take five minutes off the clock yeah. and move the ball, change field position, start over again, yeah. you know, give, you know, all of, all of those things lead to <laughs> scoring. If you don't yeah, do it right I mean, off dude, the bat. There's plenty of games that start off slow when it's three nothing at the end of the first quarter and nobody's done anything, right? Both teams started off slow. You're not out of the game. But, I mean, the key is, is you start off slow go three and out they go score you get the ball back you turn the ball over then they score three plays later and then next thing you know you just spotted the team 14 nothing so not only do you start slow but you just spotted them points right right and then you're not sustaining any drives you're not taking any time off the clock allowing your defense to you know look you know talk to each other about what what's going on out there what do you see what can we make adjustments get some rests for the next you know that all happens in between possessions and if you don't give them but a legitimately 2 3 minutes <laughs> of real time they haven't even caught their breath there, yet yeah that's what i mean they haven't caught their breath yet let alone even talk about what they're talking what they're seeing out there and and trying to 